ATP Finals 2023 preview prediction video for Novak Djokovic versus Holger Rune. I cannot wait to get into this one. Before we do that, remember to that like button. Do subscribe if you're new and do leave a rating or review if you're listening on a podcast platform. Shout out to our members as well. Look, guys, this is such an exciting match to get into because the head-to-head is two all. This is bragging rights to whoever wins this match. And on top of that, each match that they've played has never been a straight set victory. We've either had three sets in a best of three or four sets in a best of five. So it just shows how the styles match up nicely to really bring us some extremely competitive tennis. And the style of Holger Rune actually isn't that easy for Novak Djokovic to completely dismantle. And that is a rarity. That's a rarity on the ATP tour at the moment. He absolutely demolishes 97, 98% of the tour in pretty comprehensive fashion. And that's including some of the top 10 players as well. Holger Rune is one of the outliers who has a even head-to-head. It was actually 2-1 to him. Uh, until Djokovic beat him recently in Paris. But again, a three-setter. Again, Holger Rune, you know, showing his worth. And yeah, I mean, there's a lot to dive into. So what we're going to do is, similar to what we do in our normal preview and prediction videos, I'm going to talk about that match, that most recent match between the two, because it was in Paris. So it was an indoor tournament, indoor hardcore match, which is exactly what we're going to get in Turin here in this round-robin affair. And... Look into that, just see where that match was won or lost a little bit, and also what Holgeruna might need to do to get the win, for example, and what Djokovic did well, or maybe even he can improve on as well. So some interesting insights into that. Then on top of that, I will break down tactically and technically what I think is going to end up playing out in the match. So I just leading on from that, there's no need to go through matches from the tournament so far because this is the first match they're going to play in the round robin and you could argue it's one of the most important matches as well uh, for both players because whoever gets this win in my opinion is going to be extremely confident going into the rest of the matches uh, especially because Holger Rune and Djokovic both have positive head-to-head against Sinner and Sissipas so that means that you know they they would be very confident in winning all of their matches, whoever comes out victorious in this one. So let's talk a little bit about that 2023 match because, and actually before we do, let me just summarize kind of why this match is important. So they played two matches on indoor hard courts, both at the Paris Masters. This year, Djokovic won it in three sets at the quarterfinal stage. And last year, Runa won it in the final of the tournament in Paris last year, coming from a set down to win in three, that again, a really rare occurrence. And I think Holger Rune showed not only just quality in his play, but also a real mental fortitude that not many players on tour can have really. And he almost matched Djokovic mentally, which is an incredible feat in itself because I would argue he is the probably the biggest mental giant in tennis ever. That's really how I see him. I see his mentality being the best that there can be uh, in tennis or the best that we've ever seen in tennis. Um, But Holgerina seems to have a pretty good mentality when it comes to facing, uh, you know, the 24 Grand Slam champion. So the 23-3 match then, let's look a little bit into that because I think that's quite important to then make a pretty informed decision on how I think this match is going to go. 
There are some very interesting things that happened in that match. And one of the most important things for me, uh, and it's going to play out, I think, in the match, is going to be the Djokovic serve and Runa return dynamic. Djokovic won 80% of his second serve points in the first set uh, of their Paris Masters match recently. That is just not good enough from Holger Runa. So 12 out of 15 points he won. Now, yes, there was great baseline quality from Novak, and we know how good he is at backing up his serve, first serve or second serve. We know uh, the quality that he brings uh, to the table when it comes to shot quality. You know, Tennis Insights have some really interesting uh, metrics on that. And Djokovic, after looking at that today, actually, they, they released it. He was at the top when it comes to backhand and forehand when it comes to shot quality. Holgeruna, interestingly, by the way, at the bottom of both. I think Alcaraz is the only one Actually, I don't even think Alcaraz. I think, yeah, Holger Runa was the worst for forehand and backhand. However, when it came to this match, he was matching Djokovic in a lot of the baseline exchanges. And we'll get to that a little bit more in a second. But the point I'm trying to make is Holger Runa was not doing enough with the second serve returns in that first set. He actually missed quite a few returns anyway. So it wasn't even making Djokovic play a second ball or a first ball after serve. And that is criminal, really, uh, missing a second serve return, in all honesty. And I think anyone can say that whoever plays professional or even you know, your local club tennis level, everyone knows your second serve return, Like you need to be making that. Uh, and you, know, you might miss a few because you're trying to hit with depth and quality, fine. But generally speaking, you're looking like you, know, you shouldn't be missing a high proportion of second serve points and also you shouldn't be losing a high proportion of second serve points on return that is even so that would have been disappointing for Runa in that first set and he just didn't really know what to do he was snatching at it a lot and he was trying to take the ball early on the second serve return which is fine you know no issues with that at all and he was trying to be aggressive but it just wasn't quite paying off he adjusted in the second and third sets he had more success on the second serve of Novak Djokovic's and he made some adjustments and there were still some points where I was watching thinking, I don't think that's the right choice. And he was a little bit conservative. I saw a few forehand chips or slices on the second serve return. Not really good enough against someone like Djokovic, who then went on to the front foot straight away and made him pay. He needed to be aggressive, uh, like he was trying to be in the first ever, just needed to execute it better, in all honesty. And he started to do that. He started to do that. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean hitting through the ball and being hyper-aggressive with a lot of pace through that return. It can even mean going deep down the middle. And Djokovic is a master at doing that. And Holger Runa, I've seen him do it, especially on a clay court. Uh, there's no harm in doing that on an indoor hardcore. And yes, Djokovic, you know, at times his feet may be too good. His movement may be incredible in the sense that he's able to actually set himself even from a deep uh, no more loopy return, let's say, he might be able to set up a really aggressive plus one shot. But generally speaking, he's not going to be able to hit winners off that. So Holgeruna is very astute defensively. He needs to give himself the best possible chance in those return games to cause problems for Novak Djokovic, especially because the first serve of Djokovic is something that has become more and more of a weapon. And Holgeruna cannot afford to bank on being able to win a high proportion of those first serve points, first serve return points even. He needs to really make sure that he makes those second serve return points count 
uh, those are going to be crucial because those are the moments in Djokovic's service games where he's going to get little inroads that can build into something and open up break points. And, and that's how he's going to make a real dent into Djokovic's serve, in my opinion. And we know that he can also have success on the first serve return. But generally speaking, I think the second serve return is just almost, it's, it's a must that he needs to do well on that return in the match uh, that they have in Turin. Interestingly as well, by the way, talking of serve, Djokovic only lost three points on serve the whole of the third set. So the first set, if we isolate that second serve return, it's not good enough from Runa. Second set, he won it in a tiebreaker. Again, one more second serve points won, but, you know, still obviously struggled a little bit. Tiebreaker, won it, great. Saved a match point. Big thumbs up in terms of mental toughness. Third set, only won three points on Djokovic's, Djokovic's serve, sorry, even. Three points. That's not good enough. And yes, Djokovic would was serving, because I watched it. He was serving really well at times in spots, definitely. Yes, he was backing up beautifully. He only made one unforced error in that deciding set, if memory serves me correctly. So that's some pretty damn flawless tennis. But I don't think that is the... Let, let me just say, I, I think Runa didn't play well enough on the return games to warrant only winning... Well, sorry, to, to warrant us sitting here saying, oh, well, it was all Djokovic. That's the only reason why he won only three points. A lot of it would have been down to Djokovic, but I think we need to put some substantial kind of blame, if you will, on Runa and say, look, he should have done better in some of those return points because only three points on return is just criminal again so he needs to all in all the crux of the matter is in this match his returning needs to be on point and not only does it need to be on point he needs to make sure he backs up well with runa he needs to be proactive in the rallies and again that doesn't mean hitting 100 mile per hour forehands and just going being reckless being hyper aggressive it means look trying to take in the rallies don't be happy sitting back and saying okay well i'm just gonna try and make the ball as long as i make it i can sit a, a foot two feet behind the baseline and defend and jokovic might make a mistake or i might be able to you know find an opening to transition from defense to attack but i'm not going to try and dictate in the points of a lot of the a lot of the rallies i'm happy to sit back and defend that's just not good enough against someone like jokovic at, at the moment He's only lost one match on hard court this year. I think his record was 33-1. and one. The only person to beat him was Medvedev. So, look, he, he needs to be proactive. And the points that I was really impressed with when it came to Holger Rune in the match against Djokovic in Paris was when he was being aggressive. And when I, when I mean aggressive, again, I don't mean being reckless. I mean calculated aggression. 25 out of 35 net points won for Runa in that match. That's 71%. That is, in my opinion, a very good return if you cater in to the fact that Djokovic is one of the best defenders, one, has one of the best passing shots ever, right? <laughs> I mean, ever. Let, let's just be real. And Holger Runa, I don't think his shot quality is through the roof. So that means, okay, so he's coming forward most of the time anyway, at the right moments, and he's having success as well. Enough success to warrant 
utilizing that tactic. He's got really good hands in the net, does Holgaruna, and he's working with Boris Becker now, which I'm sure is probably helping his net game. And I think he needs to transition and come forward. He's got a good transition game. He needs to mix it up a bit. He can't always go into the Djokovic backhand because Djokovic backhand pass is just phenomenal. But so is his forehand as well now. So it's going to be, look, there are some instances where he, di he didn't go deep enough or wide enough with width into Djokovic. So it just meant that he was a little bit of a sitting duck at the net. So the approach shot's going to be key. The, the timing as well of when he comes forward is going to be key. Um, but look, he had success. So it's definitely something... Uh, for him to take forward into the match against Djokovic and Turin and continue to do. Uh, I think it's clearly a tactic that has and reaps rewards anyway. In terms of the rest of the matchup, well, I'm going to talk about the mental aspect quickly in the in this match, the Paris Masters match, and then also how that might play a part in Turin. Now, one of the biggest things for me was the fact that, look, I'm going to be honest. Holger Rune, as I said, mentally really impressive. The fact that he managed to save a match point, the fact that he managed to save a match point in the second set and then recover and, you know, win that second set and then take it into a third, I thought was really, really impressive. And uh, he fought. He fought really hard. Um, you know, he was really, really good uh, for, you know, especially in that second set after the match point. I thought he was really good. Saved it nicely. Uh, was competitive in the third set. Yes, maybe he didn't play his best tennis, but he did cut his hand. So do we factor that in? We'll see. In terms of the tiebreak as well, that really impressed me. Now, Djokovic de definitely didn't play a very good tiebreaker. That has to be said. But to beat Djokovic in a tiebreaker is really impressive because Djokovic is the king of tiebreaks. He's so good in tiebreaks. He goes into lockdown mode for the most part. And the fact that Holgeruna came through that, I thought to me was extremely impressive, won it comprehensively as well. So he can take some confidence from that going into this match that, look, mentally, I'm going to fight. I'm going to make it difficult for Djokovic. I, and I, you know, I'm going to put my best foot forward. And I think... He does raise his level against Djokovic. He's not... There's a lot of players on tour, I think, are scared, uh, intimidated by Djokovic. Rune doesn't have that at the moment. And I think, obviously, the fact that the head-to-head -head is close, is two-all, it's, it's even. The fact that he's had success against him. He has this youthful exuberance that is almost driving him in these matches against Djokovic. And... It's meaning that he's able to play almost free tennis at times, which is great because we're seeing the best of him against one of, well, against the best player of all time. In terms of things to note, well, Djokovic is on an 18-match winning streak. Uh, last match <laughs> that he lost was to Alcaraz at Wimbledon in the final. So, look, it's going to be uh, a real mighty effort from Rune to get through this and win. Um, in terms of tactics, just to wrap up on tactics, and then I'll give my prediction. Look, I mean, Runa is one of the only players on tour. There's a handful of players on tour who can match Djokovic backhand to backhand, at least for some considerable amount of time anyway. Uh, Djokovic, I think, still does have the better backhand, but Runa, you know, it's a reliable enough. 
the key for me is going to be Holgeruna's forehand in the baseline exchanges because I do think that at times he can be a bit conservative on the forehand and he can be happy to kind of almost just okay I'm I'm happy to drop it a bit shorter as long as I make it uh, as long as I you know I'm, I'm elongating the point uh, I don't want to make an error here. He needs to go for a bit more on it. He does. He needs to be a bit braver, I think, on the forehand. And he was at times against Djokovic in Paris. And he, he realized that that was the way to go because he started winning points by dictating with the forehand at times. And that is what he needs to be doing against Djokovic. Uh, the forehand is going to be key. Um, but Runa, yeah, as I said, he needs to be brave. He needs to be brave. He needs to transition. Uh, needs to return well, as we talked about in detail before. And the serve... Again, like he needs to be serving a high percentage, which he did against Djokovic. I think it was above 70%. And he needs to stick to that type of number. It needs to be that or above. Djokovic serve-wise, I mean, yeah, I mean, he did enough. I mean, he was only serving at 50-odd percent against Runa, but still managed to win uh, and serve really well for the most part. Returning-wise, I don't think he's going to have a massive issue. Runa's serve, even though he was serving a high percentage of first serves in, it's still not a massive weapon. So... Djokovic is going to make a lot of returns. So we'll see. We'll see how Runa gets on serving-wise. But, you know, he's going to have to be very solid. Uh, back it up nicely with the plus-one shots as well. Get himself on the front foot as much as possible. Uh, for Djokovic, the forehand has just been so impressive. The shot quality, just the all-round quality of his game has been really good. We saw him huff and puff a little bit against Holger Runa. Uh, and there were a lot of people saying, well, oh, is he a bit fatigued? Is he getting tired? I wouldn't look too much into that because... There's a lot of times when he's retired this year and he still comes out and ends up winning. So, look, his <laughs> his version of tiredness, or sorry, his version of tiredness compared to our version of tiredness is very different. Uh, you know, he is just incredible physical specimen. His conditioning is clearly in- immense as well. And, yeah, I mean, if Hogarun is going to win, it's not going to be because Djokovic is gassing. It's going to be because... He's played uh, the better tennis and he's played the bigger moments better. And that's why he's come out on top. In terms of a prediction, I would like to say that Holgerun is going to win uh, just because I think it would really mix up the group. I think it would be a great start to um, the the green group matches. I know obviously Sinisitz passes before, but I, I do think it would really spice things up in the group. Uh, but... I think Djokovic is going to win. I think he'll win in three sets. I think it'll be very tight. I'm hoping Runa gives him another very competitive match. I think he's going to win this one and then gain a lead in the head-to-head. But let me know your thoughts in the comment section below. What do you think we should be looking out for? Do you agree with my points as well from a tactical point of view? Very interested to hear your thoughts. Thank you very much, guys. Stay safe and well. We'll see you in the next video.